So you want to know how to fix your unique problems. Well, we all have them, and uh, a lot of people are looking for it. How can I fix these issues that I've had for so long? And the answer is not going to be what you think, but this will change your life. So stick around because we're going to give you the answers you've been looking for. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. That is my brother, Yanni Burmeister. We're the co-founders of Unity Gym and the co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way we get such astonishing results with our members is that we've created a program that has a perfect balance between strength and flexibility. It's very unique. If you wanna know how we do it, download one of the free blueprints, the Flexibility, Strength, or Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video. How you doing, Yanni? I'm doing good. I just banged out a couple of sets of five reps at 110 kilos and it felt easy on the bench press. So uh, it's always a good way to stroke your ego on a Thursday morning on bench press day. That's the way. That's yeah. what it's all about. It's all about ego stroking. That's what we train for at Unity Gym. We don't care about results. We just want to <laughs> fucking feel good. But I'm joking. back onto the uh, discussion we had earlier in the week about shooting for intensity and, uh, and um, forgetting about volume, which is key for results. You know, there was a point there where my ego stepped in and said, bench press 115, you can do it. It'll be easy. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, I actually put 115 on the, on the bar and it was meant to be an easy workout today and uh, I had to stop myself. I had to, uh, I had to have an out-of-body experience and go, piss off, ego. And listen to your own advice. Huh? Yeah, that's right. And Rad was very proud of me, weren't you? I was. Uh, I was. doesn't it's happen not, often. It's not something that you do very often, mate. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. You've often got all the advice, but you don't follow any of it yourself, just like all of us, just like I do. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, today, uh, today's uh, show is off the back end of a very, very long question from one of our it's, members. It's off the back end of a series of long questions. Actually, yeah. yeah. God, more than, more than we could count. But, um, but the most recent comes from Craig Jenkins, who's a valued member of our UMS online coaching program. Um, and Craig's asked us uh, a couple of questions here. First, he asked us a question, um, and, uh, and then it's uh it's gone into uh several other questions so I i'm going to read a portion of it because it is a long question here so craig is saying um uh there's three points to his question i'll just read the first point so um number one i missed the live broadcast uh friday but after watching the replay i'm wondering um if what you were talking about um if there was relevant to my groin issue i have a number of years now had uh, a feeling in the groin which can be sharp pain but feels deep uh it pulls more when i rotate my hip out of course uh it's pretty well just always there and nothing much seems to help it it just comes on a few years back and up until then i had no real problem i've spoken to a few health professionals including physios but no real diagnosis or way to fix it and then he goes into talking about a lower back problem and then also a shoulder problem as well now um craig and for everybody else um that is you know looking for a, an answer to their unique problems the answer that we're going to give you is not going to be what you expect but it is something that comes from decades of skin in the game and working with thousands and thousands of people and all their unique issues. And as human beings, we like to think that our issues are totally unique to us and we need you know, to know exactly what, why our body is doing this and why it's different to that person. And it's actually not as unique as you think it is. Yeah, I think it's more, it more comes from a, um, a, a thirst to compartmentalize and simplify everything. Mm -hmm. And I've certainly been um, a, 
uh, I've certainly done this myself. You know, when you when oh, you have a, when you have an Absolutely. issue, when you have a uh, somewhere in your body that's compromised um, by an acute injury or an overuse injury, you really really search for the answer. You want to know exactly what went wrong, and you want to know exactly how to fix it. And you hope there's this expectation that you will eventually find the one thing. The one thing that's going to be your breakthrough, your revel revelation to that area of the body that needs, ah, this is it. I just do this one movement and it's going to solve my problem. Or I just stop doing this one movement or change the way I do this one movement and it's going to solve my problem. And, um, you know, the, the, the unfortunate reality is, is that you can't, you, you can't com compartmentalize it. At least what, what I've experienced training hundreds thousands of people and uh and myself as well is that motion is lotion and load management is key and um what i mean by that is that uh you have to keep moving and a lot of the time that's the exact thing we stop doing when mm -hmm. we can't train to the intensity or to the um levels that we're used to the moment we feel like oh, our workout is compromised or our routine is compromised, we use it as an excuse to avoid the gym and, and, and focus on other areas of like, oh, well, I'll just have a, a break for a while. And I am like, I, I fall victim to this all the time because I've got a million things I could be doing other than working out every day. And um, the problem is that the, 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 that's like the worst thing you can do. Mm. And then what we try to do is we try to make our gains back through our piss poor load management. We mm. go, we shoot mm. for intensity. And, or the other, the other thing is that you've, you become compromised, you hurt yourself, you realize, okay, I've got an issue that needs dealing with, and then you attack it with uh, the same level of intensity you do when you're max repping, mm. you know, and mm. you make the problem worse. Mm. And, and you know, I think like I, I uh, after doing my super accumulation program for two weeks, and I said this before I went into the super accumulation program to Rad, and we discussed this because I'd never done a, a prescribed overreaching program that combined flexibility. And now we have a very, very unique system, our UMS system, that is a unification of strength and flexibility. We do it at a one-to-one -one ratio, and we get amazing results. And and I sort of went, uh, well, I'm just going to do my super accumulation. It's only two weeks. I won't, I, I won't have time and energy to focus as much on flexibility, uh, but I'll make it up afterwards. And lo and behold, after two weeks of doing that, uh, actually just short of two weeks, I had to drop the last um, day of the program uh, because I was in so much discomfort, my hip started to really have problems. And, uh, you know, it sort of started in the lower back. I felt, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's my lower back that's not um, happy uh, but it really, and then I, and, and I was analyzing, analyzing what muscle is it? Well, first of all, I wanted to know what muscle it was, what, what exact muscle. And this is where my brain goes. And this is where a lot of people's brains go. And then you want to go, okay, if I can figure out what muscle it is, then I can figure out what to stretch or what to strengthen, what to, um, hit with the Kool-Aid, you know? Mm. Um, and you know, I, I, after about three days of doing different self-diagnosis on myself, I just thought, what the fuck am I doing? Just get into the gym and get it moving. Get that hip moving. Get that hip mobilizing again. And uh, I came in yesterday. And yes, I had my period, my programmed five days off training, which is meant to be not even stretching. I need to just recover, sleep, uh, eat enough, and 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 all that sort of thing, and uh, de-stress the body after that intense training. I came in yesterday and I just, there was no specific thing I did. I did every part of mobility in our program pretty much and a lot of compression strength drills to activate that hip flexor. 
And uh, I was 80% better after that one session. And, uh, you know, you, wa you want to know, you want to you analyze and you want to know exactly what's going wrong. But the, the majority of the time, it, it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, analysis becomes paralysis. And um, I couldn't agree more. And I've had my own journey with uh, the biggest one is with my anterior pelvic tilt and my um, spondylolisthesis, which is, uh, you know, an issue that causes my, my hips to rock forward like that and I get an arched spine and it really tightens up all the muscles in my lower back and my hip flexors and there are certain things that I do more than other things like there are like I put a little bit of um, emphasis on you know loosening up my lower back every day because it tightens up so much every time I sleep but yeah Craig um, and anybody that's watching this you know with all of your unique issues you know, if, if, we, if I sum up what Yanni's just said and what I agree with 100% and what the message of today is, what you need is a program that balances strength and flexibility. You've got it, the UMS. The, that has a balance between pushing and pulling. You've got it. And that you just do daily or at least um, bi-daily, you know, every second day. Um, and you're just consistent with. And then it's a matter of the load management is critical because you get better at what you practice. And all of these exercises are designed to strengthen your body in a way that as your muscles become stronger, it pulls you, I'm, I'm kind of emphasizing or exaggerating really bad posture here, um, but as you get stronger by doing the right things, your body pulls itself into the right shape and it ends up holding itself where it should be. Because there's so many things that become out of balance from the way that we sit. You know, when you, when you sit like this, people, a lot of people develop kyphosis, the muscles become very tight the internal rotators, the external rotators and the scapular retractors become very weak. Uh, the same things go on in the hip, you know. Um, there's a lot of uh, physiological adaptations that happen to sitting down for so long. And, you know, if you sit at your desk, you know, and you're working all day where you're, you're leaning onto one side like this, then there's adaptations that are going to happen like that. And so by doing a program that is creating this balance in the body, it's so much less about going, oh, these are the issues that I have. What do I specifically need to do to fix those issues? And it's much more about just training a body in a way that, that it would bring anybody's body back to homeostasis, back to this position where, um, you know, you have less aches and pains. And we've dealt with this time and time and time again, not just with our online uh, coaching community, but in the gym at Unity Gym and for a decade before being personal trainers where, you know, people come in and they give you this list of issues that they have and we just sort of smile and nod and say, yep, we've got the perfect program for you and we give them the same thing within degree, of course, I'm talking about, of course, you manage the... Well, well um, we give them exactly the same thing. What we don't give them the same is the load. Yeah. We manage right. the load specifically. Well, hang on, let me finish because that's the last thing I was going to say. Because if you get the load wrong, so let's say you're doing your bench press, what Yanni and I were doing today, and, and you're just lifting as much weight as you can, and every time you lift, every time you fail, your shoulders start to come up and your heels start to come off the ground, then you're never actually strengthening the body the way that it's meant to be strengthened, and you're not developing the shape, the body, the rigidity, the strength, the structure in your shoulders that we're trying to develop from the bench press. So whereas if you do the opposite, if you think of, okay, so here's my movement, let's 
find the load that I can do this movement perfectly with. So part of your issue you were talking about, Craig, is scapular winging and, and issues with your, you're saying that one of your shoulders isn't moving the way that it, it's meant to. Well, you know the movements, you know, you've got the UMS, you know that we do, you know, trap three raises, we do the wall slide, there's all these different things that we do to help with scapular setting and scapular stabilization. So now it's a matter of finding how, what weight you need to do. And often, often it comes down to people doing literally their arm. We get people doing external rotations in the gym, laying on their side, literally with their arm going like this, because the second you give them even half a kilo, one pound or 1.2 pounds of weight, the second you give them a little bit of weight, they start to, you know, morph the, the movement. And so we get people for, for like six weeks just moving the arm to teach the nervous system how to control that external rotation pattern. And the same thing can happen with so many other movements. So yeah, it's, it's that load management. It's, it all comes down to load management. And, and we did we talked about this in an earlier episode. Um, we all gravitate towards high intensity because high intensity looks good and it feels good and it makes us feel good, it makes our ego feel good, it makes us feel like we're progressing. It's hard to to validate progression when you're just grinding in volume and, and um, focusing on the process, but um, it is the most important thing to do. It is so, so, so important. And you know, when I said we wanna simplify everything, we want the simple answer, we want the exact, we wanna know, we want the diagnosis and we wanna know exactly what to do to fix it. There really is an exact, and that's why a lot of the time you won't get an exact diagnosis from a physiotherapist because they know generally that there is no exact diagnosis. The body is a system of different compartments working together in unison and you can't pull it apart and compartmentalize each individual component. Um, it, it's just not the way the body operates. And so, you know, you, even down to movement, fundamental movement patterns are going to be interpreted by your body based on your anatomy, based on your previous history and based on, you know, um, how often you expose it to that. Uh, so from one person to the next, you can't, you can't even compartmentalize movement patterns because mm. they're not going to be the same from person to person and nor is uh, injury re like management and rehabilitation and things like that. The, the, I think you know, I'd love to say that there is a perfect answer for people's issues and problems and, and, and the perfect diagnosis and the perfect rehab strategy. But, you know, it's, 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 just, not, it's just not that um, simple. And I, I say, you know, you want the simple, straightforward answer, but really you're, you're making it more complicated. Mm. And that's what we've found. You know, if you want to lose weight, you need to eat less and move more. It's really that simple. Yeah. And if you want to um, overcome a compromised body, which... I dare say a lot of people have, you know, because of the way we've treated ourselves in the past uh, and we haven't moved enough in the right way. Well, in the demographic that we deal with, I'd say it's 100% of people. Yeah. People, no, one, no one walks through that door that you look at and go, oh, this person isn't compromised. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's a postural compromise or whether it's an actual pain, they're, they're experiencing pain, lack of flexibility, lack of strength, you know, yeah, imbalance, absolutely. And, and we're critical, you know, we are pretty critical with people because we know what it's like to uh, move well. You know, Rad and I aren't perfect. We don't move perfectly. We don't have perfect physiques, perfect anatomy. You know, we're close. very... When, when we get, um, when we do workshops... Um, I'm the guy that whenever they say, can I have a volunteer, I throw my hand up in the air because I love 
getting pulled apart by somebody that knows more about me than something I'm doing. I love it. Like yeah. it's such a great, it's such a valuable experience when I get to stand up and have, um, you know, somebody like Ian King. Remember when I did yeah, that? Yeah, and he absolutely. just gets me up in front of, so Ian King's an Olympic strength coach. Um, and uh, he gets me up and goes, oh, wow, you know, your pelvis is like this and you need to work on that and like that. And I go, wow, that's awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm, I'm the person that's leading this tribe with Yanni. So, you know, nobody's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but we don't we don't um, try to be. What we try to do is we try to train perfectly. And, and I believe training perfectly for the everyday individual that's not specializing in something is to have a one-to-one ratio of strength and flexibility. Yeah. Uh, and then in, um, uh, add some cardiovascular um, exercise and stimulus in there so that you're getting your heart rate up to a maximum level on a daily basis. And then, yeah, you've got a perfect program. Yeah. Yeah, that's the perfect program for everybody, you know? So let Craig's commented here because he's watching live, which is great. So Craig said, totally agree. I don't stop. Just keep doing the program and find it gets me through again. The foundation, uh, the UMS foundation program has been great with that. If I get uh, a back niggle, then I find it helps greatly by doing the UMS, especially front back body line. Totally on board. Also found out that the shoulder needed a good rolling out with a tennis ball. Um, so shoulder and back is great through the UMS, but the groin thing is just more a mystery. Um, but I do trust the program. So I, I am going to address that directly. So we've said what we've said, you know, you guys have got the idea. Motion is lotion. Do the right kind of program. It'll fix most of your issues. But then you've got something like a groin issue that you've had for 20 years. And every time you try and get more flexible or whatever, you um, are experiencing a real discomfort in the groin. And no matter what you do, you've seen a physio and it just doesn't seem to be getting better. In my experience, this is my personal experience, so let me say that again. In my experience, um, what it is, is there's probably scar tissue from an old injury that you've had. You probably injured yourself decades ago that you barely even remember what it was. Might have even been when you were a kid. Um, A lot of the time, kids have traumatic falls, like full on falls. I know that I had my fair share of traumatic falls that I never even told mum and dad about because I was so scared of getting in trouble if they found out what I was doing. I mean, I fell out of a tree and belted myself on the ground a couple of times. Um, And to think of what that does to your growing body, like the way it may have put you out. And, you know, it's like this tree that's growing straight, um, but then gets whacked and gets bent over. And then for the rest of its life, it grows bent like that, you know. So who knows what happened to you that's caused you to get to where you are. But if that's the case, what I find really helps is just self-exploration. So go to a physio, go to a masseuse and try different people. If you go to somebody one or two times and nothing gets better, try somebody else and just keep trying. And I've found through that approach, eventually somebody that knows more than me has done something that's made me go, wow, and given me an insight into what I've got that's going on. Um, use self-massage, you know, the massage balls, the foam rollers. Um, use, you know, stretching, um, end range strength and strengthening, but use load management. And I've found with that approach just with you know trying to constantly see how much I can better myself that I've been able to fix some really bad issues in my body I'm going to add to that and I'm going to use the same analogy because um, I disagree to an extent uh, the, uh, the tree will always grow towards the sun. So even if it gets put out of its alignment at a young age, it will always grow back towards wherever the sun's coming from. And 
I believe the sun in this uh, metaphor is the is the is the program that balances training in a way that is going to stimulate um, your body to get more flexible and strong at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll use my example again. Recently, it only took two weeks of specialising in strength training before I had something flare up, which was something that doesn't flare up commonly with me you know i had um hip flexor tfl and glute sort of issues something that probably has never happened before to me um but the the writings on the wall i deviated away from what we believe to be the best way to train um strength and flexibility balanced Mm -hmm. you know and um and it took two freaking weeks before it exposed a problem that if i had have kept going down that path would have become seriously bad i got to a point where i couldn't raise my knee up there was so much weakness like the nervous system was cutting off strength to that hip because it was saying whoa watch out you're you know you're doing something here that we don't like uh and i just think like there are so many people out there that are focusing on getting strong with with zero mobility or flexibility training and uh, which I did for a, a decade, you know, um, and there are people out there who are focusing on just getting as much volume in a workout as humanly possible, um, despite any sort of um, balance, uh, you know, um, uh, and you're going to compromise your body doing that. You are going to. And look, here's the thing. Embrace it. If that's what you love doing, embrace it. You know, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with uh, with. Um, you know, loving something, be passionate about something and, um, and hurting yourself doing it, putting your body on the line to do it. I've done that a lot in my life and enjoyed doing it every time. But, you know, if you want to go through life feeling uncompromised, then, um, yeah, you've got to become a master at load management and be bloody patient because, um, I, I reckon most injuries come down to a, a, a lack of patience. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like for we we sure. we want things instantly. We want them quick, oh, and we we have piss. We, we overload, but we we don't manage our load and and intensities as a result because we go in too hard, yeah. and um, and then we don't listen to our body, you know, and we don't ad- adapt and adjust, and and um, couldn't agree more. And also this concept of, you know, the way that um, intensity increases, the amount of work that you have to put in to increase intensity safely but then and that comes from consistent dedicated effort for sometimes weeks and months and then people will stop training completely for two weeks and then and they don't realize that that their 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 ability to produce intensity drops Mm. and then they try to come back in where they left off and that climb doesn't take as long like if if it took you six months to get from here to here and then you drop back down to here you'll get back to there in maybe a month or two but that's where people get it you have to adjust yeah you have to continually adjust um and uh you know you 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 have to try and find a way to train in a manner that is working on everything at the same time otherwise uh, you will be, you, you know, um, I think Ido Portal said it, uh, or I heard him say it first, you can't run towards something without running away from something else, you yeah. know. So if you get impatient and you want a result quickly in one area of your training, you're going to ha- have to sacrifice something else, yeah. you know. And for me, uh, coming back from my trip away where I hadn't trained at a high intensity for a long time, I wanted to get my strength back up to where it was before I went away. And, um, and that's why, uh, and that's also why you do periodic over, overtraining, you know, mm. because you want to get a quick result, but 
you got it. You're doing it at uh, a risk, you know, and that there's an inherent risk in there, you know. Um, at professional athletes play a sport at a risk, you know. There's a ri- there's a risk involved, especially if it's a sport like, you know, um, football, uh, r- uh, rugby league, AFL, CrossFit, um, weightlifting. You know, there's, there's there's inherent risks in the in these sports, you know. Um, and I think there's inherent risks in specialization training as well that you just have to accept, you know. Now for Craig and his groin, there's a lot of things that could happen there, you know, um, uh, without a, a, a real d- deep diagnosis. I mean, I dare say if, if a physio, if you've been to a few physios and they felt like there was a reason to go and get like an MRI and have your hip um, um, tested for FAI or something like that, um, they would have done it, you know. Most likely there's hopefully. an old injury there, hopefully. Most likely there's an old injury there that, that, um, that uh, you know, could, it could just be um, you know, pain science kicking in and you, and your body's holding on to something there because you've hurt yourself and you just need to ease into it a little more. You know, you need yep. to manage your load in yep. stretching as well as strength training and, um, and just go bit by bit and be a bit, bit more patient with the progress, you know, with the, with your expectations around progress. That's what I'd be doing. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah. Now, we're, before we finish, we're going to answer Jeremy Doolittle's uh, question, which is a much simpler one to answer, a lot more specific. Uh, so Jeremy has said, maybe some tips or regressions for the shoulder moils. I feel like I can... Uh, can't get any leverage to raise my shoulders up at all. Maybe I'm just incredibly weak in that position. Um, <laughs> Neither can you, I, brother. You don't worry. You <laughs> absolutely are incredibly weak in that position, yeah. um, like so many others. Yeah. So there's some good tips that you can do um, that I can help you with right now. Firstly is open your knees up and allow your spine to extend. So if you have your knees together, you're going to be in um, the fetal position. And no, the child's pose. They call it then. Yeah, child's yeah. pose. So the child's pose, your your spine will be flexed because your back will be rounding over your knees, which makes it even harder to to flex your shoulders. Okay. So just by opening your knees and allowing your chest to drop down, you'll go into a more of a, a spine extended position, which uh, puts less demand on the shoulders, and you'll be able to get into flexion easier. If that's still not enough, um, just elevate your head a little bit. So you can try by putting a yoga block under your head. Um, so you'll be your knees will be on the ground support you and your head will be supporting you so it's not like your torso will just be sagging you'll be supporting yourself but by lifting your head up basically by changing this angle the further up your head gets the lower you the the more into extension your shoulders will be when they're on the ground and then you'll have room to lift up okay and then it's just a matter of playing around with you know how high does your uh, head need to go off the ground um, to be able to make that happen yeah and so. just remember also brother that um, flexibility is such a slow process for most people because you're fighting a bunch of things. You're fighting environment, environmental influences, meaning like if you sit in a chair for more than 20 minutes at a time, your body's adapting to the chair position now. Um, and we all sit in chairs for longer than 20 minutes. Rad and I have done it right now in front of you guys. Um, so you're fighting that environmental adaptation process on a day-to-day basis. You're also fighting um, the, your history and, and the history of that environment environmental adaptation process which um, contributes to your posture you know and then you're fighting against a mechanism in the brain that's there to protect you from harm which is your brain restricting movement that it feels vulnerable in so you know you've got these three things that are stopping you from getting more flexible and the only thing that overcomes those three things that's guaranteed to overcome those three things is is patience yeah that's it you know Uh, and, and just be consistent just be consistent keep going Yep, for sure. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a lot simpler, 
than most people seem to understand to overcome your issues, but uh, it takes more time than what most people understand. It's not, they're not things that get fixed easily. And um, if they were, so many more people would have the results that everybody wants, you know. That's why it's so rare that you see somebody um, that has a really great physique, really great posture, that's really flexible and really strong and very little issues in their body that can, uh, you know, perform at a high level. So... And um, that will say, they, they can honestly put their hand on their heart and say they feel amazing. Like they're not in absolute agony if they yep. lay on a massage table and have one of the you know the terry's yeah. minor rubbed yep. you know yeah, that's right. that's <laughs> or right. something like that you know so, i know a lot of people that look great and they feel great because they're confident and they're very athletic and they're ripped and you know they've got an, what we would say is an amazing physique but i talk to the people that treat them and they're in agony and they're you know, behind the scenes popping pain pills and, and yeah. uh, can't sleep at night because they can't lay on their shoulder because their arm goes numb. And, you yeah. know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's really a good place to be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know it's not because I've been there myself. So a um, couple of quick shout outs. Um, Tony Rotella is saying very insightful, guys. Thanks for tuning in, Tony. Thank you, brother. Um, Quok Nguyen is saying good tips on the shoulder moles. Thanks for tuning in, Quok, as always. And Jeremy Doolittle is saying sweet. Thank you. I'm definitely in it for the long haul and accept that this will take time. Am I correct in assuming that the 45 degree trap three raises will help with this as well? Absolutely. The, um, all the trap three raise progressions are so, so good at helping to strengthen the uh, uh, shoulder flexion and end range strength. This such an amazing exercise so um thanks for tuning in everyone uh we will it's thursday in australia now so we've got one more um show coming up this week i also am planning on uh posting the second video for the uh middle splits that we've uh filmed last week or two weeks ago now for the end range strength so um keep an eye out for that if you haven't watched the first one check that out it's very very cool on our youtube channel the most recent upload had a lot of great feedback on it it's some really good stuff and um, for those of you that are in the UMS online coaching program make sure you go to if you want to be able to do the front splits the middle splits the pancake uh, or the back bridge uh, make sure you go and check out the mobility masterclass where I've uploaded uh, end range strength phase two so a whole new program for you guys to dig your teeth into uh, to really master that uh, elite level of flexibility methods that are groundbreaking things you will have never seen before that have uh, taken me from good to great in the space of a year uh, better results than I achieved in the 20 years before it and the, the few people that before I go that uh, read my new nutrition um, uh, progressive intermittent fasting system and gave me feedback thank you very much it's awesome to hear that you freaking love it and um, I can't remember the lady's name that spoke to me this morning blonde trained this morning middle-aged Lisa Le no short Tanya short Tanya thank you Tanya uh, she's lost six kilos following the program for the last oh, how good's that yeah, yeah. she's a weapon Tanya she's a yeah. she's a, uh, a great girl yeah um, and also keep an eye out because we are getting a kick-ass mural painted at the back of unity gym we're about to get our wall bars installed our gymnastics wall bars which means that in about another well sometime in March we're going to be doing a um, a reveal video of the uh, the new face of unity gym we've been renovating now for about six months maybe longer and uh, the gym is looking absolutely awesome it's going to be looking pimp for our end range strength workshop on March the 14th with int 
14th, 14th with international coach Joachim Hilderson, absolutely amazing dude. And also for our Bodyweight Blueprint Calisthenics Workshop with Daniel Vadnell and uh, Simon Atta, AKA Fitness FAQs and Simon's to Strength coming in on the 21st and 22nd of March. If you guys are around and can make it down to Sydney for either of those workshops, they are going to be life-changing, I guarantee it. If you need more info, you can uh, just leave a comment in this video or uh, email me personally rad at unitygym.com and I will help you out yeah awesome and if you are if you are coming to Sydney and you think you can come um, get get accommodation at the Vibe Hotel it's about a, a hundred meters down and we'll have an epic pool party there with the boys <laughs> um, now as always uh, if you liked this video please subscribe to the channel make sure you hit the notification bell so you know when we're going to be getting uh, posting more videos and um, join the UMS online uh, sorry the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group it's free for everyone it's where these videos get posted live daily and where you can answer questions where you can ask questions directly to and we'll answer them on the show. Well, just they get like we have streamed to... live. They don't streamed get posted live. live. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Big shout out to everyone on the podcast, uh, Sound of Movement. Thanks for listening. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. We're done. We're Thanks, out. everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Get your questions in. Keep training. Let us know how you're going. Unity. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.